millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, you're listening to a very special episode of Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim where we sit down with actor Ahmed Mawaz for his latest film, Rescuing Christmas. I'm Timmy Fland, movie buff. And I'm Lee Livingstone, entertainment journalist. And we love to talk all things movies. We do, Tim. So Rescuing Christmas stars Rachel Lee Cook as Erin, a woman who has lost all love for the holidays after a bad breakup the year before. When Santa's elves offer her three wishes in an effort to drum up some holiday spirit, she makes the mistake of wishing Christmas would disappear and wakes up to a world where the holiday never existed. That old chestnut roasting on an open fire. (laughs) (laughs) Very good, very good. (laughs) Rescuing Christmas is directed by Emily Moss Wilson from a screenplay by Jim Head and Sarah Montana. The film stars Rachel Lee Cook, Sam Page, T. Michael Rambo. Ahmed Mawaz, Bailey Stender, and Patrick O'Brien. Listener, tis the season to be inundated with Christmas movies. From the classic Hallmark holiday films to twisted action-packed seasonal flicks such as Silent Night and Violent Night, and the greatest of all time, Die Hard. Ah, Die Hard the Christmas movie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Hallmark Channel has cornered the market on easy-watch Christmas movies, and at this time of year, there's nothing like settling in for a warm and fuzzy will-they-won't-they find romance or discover the true meaning of the holidays. And who doesn't love a Christmas movie, Tim? At Christmas, no less. No less. Bar humbug don't want to know you if you hate (laughs) Christmas movies. So this year, Hallmark gifts us Rescuing Christmas, featuring our very special popcorn podcast guest for this episode, Ahmed Mawaz. He's an international actor, a man of the world, you might say, and he's starring opposite 90s icon Rachel Lee Cook as her character's self-absorbed ex-boyfriend. We've previously seen Mawas in Crime Caper The Misfits with 
Pierce Brosnan and in Prime Video's The Terminal List opposite Chris Pratt. Ahmed Mawaz joins us to chat holiday traditions, the acting hustle and adventures in fake snow. So <laughs> let's take a listen. I don't hate Christmas. I just don't know how much more of it I can take. Would I really wish Christmas would disappear. Thank you so much, Ahmed, for joining us on Popcorn Podcast. Uh, your character in Rescuing Christmas has one of the funniest sounding names I think I've ever heard, Archibald Vickers. <laughs> yeah. Do you know why the writers, Jim and, and Sarah, picked that one? I don't know why they, they picked it, but he goes by Archie throughout the film. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, when, you know, when it clicked that Archie is Archibald, I was like, oh, what an interesting name. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, throughout the film, I, I go by Archie. He's he's sort of the villain of the piece, if you can if you can call you know Christmas movie villains villains. <laughs> you know, yeah, I guess he is a he might come off as a villain, but at the end of the day, I understand where he's coming from. Yeah. Okay, he's a person who's selfish is a harsh word. Let's just say he's a bit self absorbed, right? He loves himself a bit too much, but you know the the reason he makes his way back into uh, Rachel's character's life is because he's just looking for love, just like everybody else, right? So that's what Christmas movies are all about, isn't it? Love. It's all about love. Yeah, everybody wants yeah. love. You got to have love. You lived for a time in Minnesota, didn't you? How was it back yeah. being back in the North Star State there? It was very refreshing. Uh, I did. I moved to Minnesota for for college back in '06, and I stayed there until 2014. So I graduated from college. I worked there. And then I moved to LA in 2014. So I think Minneapolis being the first uh, state that I came to uh, from overseas to the US, I, I call it home. Yeah. I've got my close friends. My brother lives there now. I've got my fraternity brothers there. So to me, and you know, I, I have a home there too with my brother. Yeah. So to me, it is home, right? So when I found mm -hmm. out that they were actually shooting in Duluth, which is uh, about an hour and a half away, two hours away, I, it, you know, it was great. I feel like I was home. I said, I don't need to rent the car. I'll take my car. And it was, it was very, let's just say it was, it was wholesome. Let's just put it that yeah. way. Cause I, cause I left, I left Minnesota to LA to pursue acting and entertainment, yeah. right. To get these big opportunities. And then once they sent me right back home for this project, I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. Perfect. Must've been kismet meant to be. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, I was doing <laughs> breakfast with friends, old friends, catching up with yeah. old friends. It was, it was great. Had a good time. It sounds like a hard day at the office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Filming a Christmas movie can be quite a magical experience. Was it was it magical behind the scenes too? Can you share any sort of stories from from working on set? Absolutely. I mean, I you, I think you just have to give credit to the to the crew, right? When we're talking set design and like the decorations, it, it just felt so magical to a point where I tell people I I had two Christmases this year, right? So that's that's the feeling. And you know, when you're on set, when you're filming, there was that holiday spirit there, yeah. uh, which I really enjoyed. You know, this was interesting. I remember the first day when I was going on set, you know, I actually had a hot chocolate in my hand and I had a jacket. It was actually cold out there and I had a jacket, um, but they had the fake snow around, right? So they had the fake snow and everything. Yeah. And I remember when I stepped outside, I'm literally tiptoeing, afraid I might slip. And I was like, wait, it's not, it's not real. It's not real. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to tiptoe. What, what am I doing? So yeah. that's, how, that's how good it was. Yeah, they did a great job. It looked fantastic. What time of year did you actually uh, film? I think it was in April, sometime in April. Coming off the winter season, you know, the actual snow was starting to melt. It was still cold out there. We still needed jackets, but 
there wasn't any real snow. I had to check myself for a second. <laughs> that just did a great job. We all grew up with Rachel Lee Cook uh, on screen. What was it like working with uh, someone of her caliber? It was a wonderful experience. It was very lovely. Uh, her and I, we had a, you know, we spent a lot of time, you know, when we're not filming, had great conversations with her, telling about her experience. And obviously I had to bring up She's All That. You know, what was it like working with Paul Walker? What was it like working with Freddie Prince? You know, I mean, it was, and she shared all these stories with me and it was wonderful. It was such a pleasure to work with her. I'd, I'd oh. totally be down to do it again. You know, I, 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 she's, she's, a, she's a good friend. Yeah. Very easy to work with. You're quite a man of the world, aren't you? You've lived in so many different places. So what do the holidays look like in your home with your family? I spread it out, right? So, because I, I grew up in Ghana, West Africa, yeah. and then I, I moved to Lebanon for high school, and then I moved to Minneapolis. So, I've broad range of cultures, I've experienced it all. But now, what I do is I sort of make do it like a la carte, right? So, yeah. what I do is I'll, so this Thanksgiving, I was actually in Minneapolis last week with my brother and my friends, with all the, you know, Friendsgiving and whatnot, and it was snowing. So, I had that Thanksgiving holiday taken care of. And now for, for Christmas, um, I'm probably going to spend some time in Minneapolis and uh, New York uh, with my wife. And then right before the New Year's, we're going to travel to Dubai and experience New Year's over there. Wow. And then right after the New Year's, I'm going to see if I can sneak in a trip to Lebanon and see my, my family, my, my parents and my sister. You're quite the jet setter. <laughs> it, you know, it's bittersweet. It's, it, it's a bit tiresome. It gets expensive. But hey, you know, it's, <laughs> I look at it as a blessing. I, I get to do all these things across, yeah. across different continents. It's great. It's great. So what would you miss the most if your favorite holiday traditions magically disappeared, like in the movie? Oh. Man, I would I would miss the get togethers and I would miss the valid excuses to cheat on my diets. <laughs> yeah. All the food. Yeah. When, when it's when it's the holidays, you can't say nothing. There's no judgment, judgment-free zone. Everything is on the table. You know, so I definitely miss that. I love my hot chocolates a lot. Yeah. <laughs> no, who doesn't, man? Hot chocolate. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, you seem like a very goal-oriented person from uh, from my, uh, you know, internet's research. <laughs> what benchmarks have you set for yourself in the new year? My next goal is to work as a series regular on a television show. And it could be in whether in the U.S. or in the Middle East. So last year, I got very involved in the Middle East. I started meeting directors and producers, starting getting involved in the entertainment uh, world. I haven't uh, worked on a project just yet, but I've, you know, worked in the circles out there. So right now, my goal is my goal is to be an international actor, right? And I've, I've been in L.A. for, you know, close to 10 years now, and I've done some good work here. And I think now it's time to expand on a global scale and just, you know, just leverage my diversity and background. Are there any skills you're working on to sort of help that goal come to life? Uh, I have been taking classes on uh, different accents. Please don't put me on the spot. I, I <laughs> do it. <laughs> but I do one. Do one. I, <laughs> I mean, it's quite difficult, isn't it? Oh, yay! <laughs> that was great. Uh, but yeah, so I've, I've, been, I've been doing that. And uh, in terms of the work and preparation, I mean, I've got my coaches here. I haven't changed anything when I have auditions. I, I prep, I do the research and I work with coaches. I mean, that, that thing is consistent. I try not to stop that because it's a muscle that needs to keep warm. Mm -hmm. I believe in that. So that's one thing that stays in place. But in addition to the accents, um, I have been trying to watch some Arabic films as well, just to get that dialect. Because now when I go overseas, they could tell I'm a foreigner. Easy. 
I speak, like I speak Arabic. I'm pretty fluent, but I guess they could hear the 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 Western element uh, in it, or maybe it's the way I dress or I carry my. I don't know, but I get pointed out easily. So I'm trying to work on blending in some more. Yeah, that's gonna help me over there. But but overall, yeah, I think I think uh, there's no limit, right? I I just want to be as international as possible. Is there a filmmaker or actor that you admire that you'd really love to work with in the future? Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Our our DJ. That's my guy. The goat. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, the right. the charisma on that guy. What? Yeah. You know, I'd love to be in a scene with them. They they just say action and just yeah. watch, just watch what happens, what comes out of them. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. yeah. We'll manifest it for you. Uh, <laughs> um, looking ahead, what's next for you? Are there any sort of genres or types of roles you want to explore in the future? Yeah, I mean, I I love I love dramas. The reason I love cinema is. You get to experience uh, different walks of life. You get to learn about different people, and it can be an educational experience for me and for for the audience, right? So, mm-hmm. the type of movies I'm I'm I hope to make in the future are either you know autobiographies or more not period pieces, but uh, socially conscious films that sort of relay relay stories and and give people different perspectives of situations that have happened in the past. So more on the more on the drama side, I'd say. Yeah, and more that sort of international, like character-driven stuff. Yeah. Sounds awesome. Thank you so much, Ahmed. I really appreciate your time today and good luck with everything. We hope to have you back on the podcast again for your next project. I, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I did a very silly thing. I made a wish that Christmas would disappear. <laughs> Let's give the people what they don't know they want. This is a man who is going places, right? You know, literally and figuratively because he's constantly jet-setting all over the world. No doubt he's going to be working as hard as his passport does in the very near future. I want to know if he's got any Qantas frequent flyer points he can just throw my way, <laughs> put them to good sure. use. <laughs> and, and he's so charismatic. Who Who is mm. throwing that one to the curb? Rachel Lee Cook, a.k.a. Aaron, we're looking at you, girl. Yeah. How dare you, girl. <laughs> uh, we... <laughs> We hope you enjoyed this special episode of Popcorn Podcast where we chatted Rescuing Christmas with Ahmed Mawas. And if you want to check out Rescuing Christmas, it's streaming on Hallmark Movies now from December 7. Well, I think that's it, Tim, for another episode of Popcorn Podcast. You know, I just love talking Christmas and a great conversation you had with Ahmed Lee. Well, as always, friends, thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. We are now on YouTube where you will find our latest celebrity video interviews. Simply search Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.